All right. What is up, everybody? And welcome back to Italian Football TV. As you can see, things look a lot different right now. We've gotten an upgraded table. We threw Antonio Antonio's out in the trash where Casano belongs. Ooh. We got uh, better microphones. We've got three camera angles. Look at this table. The table is beautiful. And, and we have our Black Friday sale, which is still going on on all of our cultural tees. 25 to 30% off everything. Guys, you're probably watching this on Thursday. It's going to end Thursday night uh, Eastern time. So, so you still got a, few, a, a, little, a little while. A little time. Unfortunately, wow. we can't induct this with all of the Italian teams going through in the Champions League because of today. But, oh, we're going to have to make the best of it. Yeah. Antonio, first off, what do you think about this beautiful table? Listen, anything that you find on the trash that is free <laughs> is okay with me. <laughs> Not for the trash. Listen, I, I didn't even know you had... Three cameras. <laughs> <laughs> so which, which, which one do I look at? Nothing. Don't worry. No. Just look at no, us. Just look at yeah, us. Just don't don't, look, at me. don't like, look at me. Uh, <laughs> next, <laughs> next time, can I sit on that side? Yeah. Or make him sit as No, we set it up perfectly. That one is on you perfect. Oh, okay. It shows you. He doesn't yeah, want to face me. You're fine. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, we, we we programmed this perfectly because Antonio likes to talk to Peter and you the most. Wow! So <laughs> so we could keep him right across from him with the mic because yeah. he has trouble. I always have face to move the music his mic. basically. There we go. <laughs> All right. So anyway, guys, let's go into the Champions League first. Then we'll touch upon Serie A. Then we'll get some fan questions and then we'll throw in some fun stuff because we got a lot of fun questions uh, later on. Champions League. Start off with what we just watched today. I know Gaetano, your dad, you didn't see it. Antonio, you missed some of it, but Peter, Michael, and I all watched the games together. We thought it was going to be a beautiful day because there was an opportunity for Inter with a tie or win mm. to go mm. through, to go automatically through, along with Juventus and Roma, who won yesterday. Um, and Napoli, if Liverpool was able to beat PSG. Unfortunately, things didn't go our way. And um, surprisingly, Inter did not play well today either. They lost and they didn't play well. Pete, what would you think? No, it was one another poor performance after, I think, also the Barcelona game. We were able to sneak a tie there. Uh, but today's game was really, really... Uh, it was it was frustrating to watch. Especially in the first half, Nainggolan wasn't looking like uh, the Nainggolan that we saw in the beginning of the year. And we've seen when he's not on, our midfield tends to struggle. Tottenham, of course, this was a game that they had to win at all costs. So definitely... You know, that has an influence on the game. And playing in Wembley Stadium, uh, Pochettino actually made a couple of changes with his formation. The Ericsson. Yeah, he didn't have Ericsson and he didn't have Song. But then he was able, that made the difference in the second half when he was able to put these players in. Mm -hmm. Uh, Inter made a a first half sub. Mangolan went out with injury and Borja Valero came in, which, believe it or not, he actually changed the game a little little bit. Uh, When. Tottenham eventually scored in the 80th minute. Inter was actually playing not better than Tottenham, but better than what they were playing before, and they had a couple of chances. So it was during their better time, better part of the of their game, when Tottenham actually scored. Mm. Uh, the goal came from, I don't know, poor defensive uh, tracking of the player. The, the player made a 30-yard run into the box, made the cross, and it was way too 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 easy for uh, Tottenham to score that goal and unfortunately puts us in a difficult situation because now Inter uh, lost the opportunity to to control their destiny and Tottenham controls the destiny even though they're going to play away 
at Barcelona. So Inter's not completely out, but it would have been huge to tie or or win this game. Because it would have been automatic It seemed like they were playing with the, for the draw, even though Spalletti yeah. was saying, oh, listen, we're going to go for the win. It was like, we never play for the draw and all that stuff. And they just didn't look. Yeah, like you said, maybe it was uh, whenever Raja's, I feel like, not on his game, the whole team doesn't really click. And they were playing very defensive. Spurs hit the post. They had a few chances. Spurs played just, well, though. They, no, I they played even, good. Yeah, I can't they take it good. away. That's what I'm saying. They, they, Spurs played good, we, and the we, midfield we, was gone. With 10 minutes to go, you, you can lose that game. Know, you cannot lose that game. You, whatever you have to do to do. I saw the goal that they scored, and if I remember correctly, I mean, the guy had four Inter defenders around him, and, and nobody, you know, uh, and the two guys were all alone on, on, on the left side, mm-hmm. right? But he came from um, from his right side, mm-hmm. and he, he started cutting in. And while he was cutting in, there were like four defenders yeah, from no him. But what, did, what, uh, what the hell are you doing? To, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he, there's no way you put a wall. There's 10 minutes to go. You put a wall in front of You put two walls there, and you don't let anybody play. Sometimes it happens. You know, I know. Yeah. You can see. You can don't want no, no, the good, yeah, exactly. the good teams, uh, the good teams that you, you cannot lose that game with ten minutes to go. Spalletti Especially was stressed, if uh, you know, if you tie that game, you're you're, you're, you're in, through, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're, you're you're in. Now, if it's um, if Inter uh, wins and uh, Tottenham wins, Tottenham is through. Is, is why? Because, because they scored in Italy. Yeah. Because the, the goal differential, goal. they have the away goal that counts. Uh, on, the head to head. Oh, because they, sc- they head score. to head, they score. They one, scored in San one Siro. Goal. This, yeah. this is how okay. Inter have to go through. This is how it sits. Inter qualifies if Inter wins and Tottenham loses or draws in the Camp Nou at Barcelona. And when's the last time Barcelona lost a home 2013. game? 2013. So, and the other way that Inter go through is if Inter ties. And Tottenham lose. So. All right, uh, Barcelona is already in. Right, they got thirteen yeah. so points. They're, so they're, they're already in. First. I think they're, they're in first what place. Do you think, Anto? So uh, would they put the best team in there? But even if they don't put the best team, they I still mean, a very strong squad, and they can put most of the players. Maybe uh, Messi won't play, but they still uh, have very strong players. Anybody that you put in, it's pretty good. That's what I'm I mean. Uh, yeah, go ahead. I don't know. I think they might they might wanted to play the trick uh, to to Inter. Uh, I don't know. Maybe historically they seen that Inter took away a Champions League from them with uh, our favorite. <laughs> I thought about Mourinho. that. Listen I don't to know. me. This is uh, something that you need to think about. It. Those guys that might say, "Hey, listen, you know what? This time here, let's just downplay everything." Inter came came over one uh, you know few years ago with Mourinho, and then they starting to jerk us around. So uh, maybe they they'll. Uh, uh, I don't they'll, think. Uh, I don't. I don't upset. think it doesn't well, work that way. I think. I think what happens is, but. Tottenham has everything to lose. Barcelona doesn't have any state in the game. So that that's the only real difference. You know, Tottenham's going to do everything they can to win and Barcelona's already qualified. So that changed. I don't Listen. think there's you think oh, I'm going to we're going to screw Inter, we're going to do something. Listen, in soccer, revenge, it's always it's there. Yeah, but you also have you also have to play well in front of your home fans because you got your team, your your fans paying to watch you play. So there's there's a certain level of, of professionalism. That Listen, you have to Barcelona, have. they're not gonna just lay, lay down and no, let Tottenham agree, take yeah. over the but game. But they're not gonna have to play. Kids that want to prove that they could should be playing. Don't think That's the Primavera squad's gonna all gonna play. No. There's gonna be a I few mean, differences. I'm sure I don't Messi's think not gonna, gonna play. But maybe, uh, how do you know that? How do you know that? Maybe maybe Messi's not. Maybe he's gonna play half a game. Yeah, maybe he'll play. I'm assuming that he wouldn't. So, but either way, Inter, they there's nothing they could do. They have to. It's not in their hands. That's a big problem. Yeah, exactly. Napoli, like if we win, talk about Napoli, it. Napoli is the complete opposite. Napoli is all in their hands. You know, mm-hmm. they're first place in this group. 
Just let me say something about Tottenham. Tottenham, the last two, three games on the on the English Premier and uh, even on the Champions League, has yeah. been doing a lot of damage. Yeah, Chelsea. in a good way. Yeah, they won. They beat mm. Chelsea. They beat Chelsea with oh, yeah, uh, you know the, the orange squeezer of uh, Sarri. What the hell is you know, that? Today mean? I went, I'll What's orange you, squeezer? I'll mean? tell you why I called him the orange uh, squeezer. Today I went to get a juice. <laughs> uh, the guy look like Sadi. I went to get a juice. I said, "Can you give me an orange, uh, an orange, uh, orange juice?" Fresh green juice. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, the guy took a bunch of orange and he threw them into the into the, the processor, the food processor, and all the juice just came out. I said, "Oh, this reminds me of Sari squeezing the 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 the, 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 the Napoletani, the, the 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 team of Napoli until the last drop, until they couldn't do anything. So they lost into the Champions League, they lost into the UEFA League, and they lost to the Campionato. That's what he made me think about it. What a reference." Football's always on your mind. You're having right. a smooth in your thing about Spalletti. How crazy is that? Look at that juice. Oh, Sadi. So, uh, That's now, very funny. Napoli has to go to Liverpool. Yeah. And they can lose. I'll explain Napoli yeah. right go now. Napoli. I'll explain, okay. then we'll talk about the game a little bit. It's very complicated, so mm. stick with yeah. me. Napoli, they need to win or tie versus Liverpool. If they okay. do that, they're through. They're through. But they're good. it they're gets good. more now, complicated. They will. They if will. they lose, mm-hmm. and if they lose by one goal, they have to lose by one goal, and they have to score at least one goal. So if they lose 2-1, okay, 3-2, okay, because they had to score at least one. Right. And PSG must win or lose. Win or lose, not tie. PSG can't tie. Who does PSG have to play? Slip my mind. Who is it? Red Star. Red, Red Star. Star. Belgrade, yeah. At, in, in Red Star. So PSG has to win or lose. Napoli can lose by 2-1, 3-2, 4-3, whatever. That, then they will be through. Third option. This is where it gets complicated, and Peter's going to help me out. If Napoli lose and PSG tie, it goes to a three-team head-to-head. Aye. Peter, explain it. So three-team head-to-head is pretty much like a round robin amongst the three teams. So in the case that Liverpool wins versus Napoli, they would have ha- they would have six points in total because they beat PSG once and they beat Napoli once. So okay. they would have six points and they would go as the group leaders into the next round. Then PSG and Napoli will both have five points because PSG beat Napoli. I'm sorry, PSG beat Liverpool and then tied twice versus Napoli, which would be a total of five points. Mm-hmm. And Napoli as well beat Liverpool and then tied twice versus uh, PSG and will have five, five points. points. So then from the head to head, PSG and Napoli now would have to go into goal differential. Oh. So Napoli, if they lose versus Liverpool, better hope that they score. A lot what? of goals. Oh so if they lose, let's say, 4-3, mm. then they would have that uh, space. So it's going to be a thriller until the last minute. Oh, yeah, uh, exactly. uh, this, uh, I, think, I, have, I have faith that Napoli is going to pull it through. Ancelotti said, oh, no. Ancelotti said, we're not going to do any calculations. He yeah. said, we're, we're going to go gonna there, over there and play the game. And we're going to try to win. Yeah. But Liverpool, it's in Anfield. Liverpool have not been playing good football. I should mm-hmm. remind you because Liverpool, the way that they were playing today, mm-hmm. I mean, there was a few times they, got, they, were, they received a penalty kick. Um, Buffon did really well, actually, for PSG. But their defense, especially on that, I think, was it the second goal where Mbappe was running through the entire defense? I mean, like nothing. Like uh, like there's no defenders anywhere for Liverpool. And Salah, Salah can't even play at all. He is doing horrible right now. Salah mm-hmm. is, is having a bad moment. Firmino, he even took Firmino out. They put Shakiri in. Verratti was bodying Shakiri. Liverpool did not look good at all today. Good. That's good news. Uh, which so- is good. I saw I saw a couple of the goals. I would like to know when um, when Cavani uh, kicked the ball, it came off the the, the goalkeeper, and then uh, uh, Neymar scored. 
Did the Cavani go and uh, congratulate uh, Neymar? The, the Cavani go and congratulate Neymar? Because I didn't see that. He wasn't we, there. We all talked about <laughs> how he was probably upset that Neymar was the one to yeah. take the ball. No, did, I didn't did, see it either. Did they go and congratulate? Because I, I saw it then when Neymar was dancing with um, Mbappe. Mbappe and Cavani was far away. Yeah. Mm. Uh, sure. Maybe he doesn't know the dance. Th that's <laughs> that's, like that's all good stuff uh, for uh, for Napoli. Maybe why? Because uh, maybe Cavani they can get go. Cavani. Oh, yeah. Why not? I wouldn't take him. Yeah, I'll take him. Listen to me. Listen. This what? guy's got a couple, couple years. Yeah, why couple why years. would you take a washout player? Because already? what Napoli needs right yeah. now is a center forward. Well, That's what Ibrahimovic. they need. Take Ibrahimovic. Take <laughs> Ibrahimovic from uh, Gala. Uh, from uh, Ibrahimovic. Ibrahimovic is in. Uh, uh, we got to make a video where Ibrahimovic comes to America. Oh, yeah. No? <laughs> we, we, we were, we, I like that. We recorded uh, something before. But I think. Like you're talking about Napoli and their center forwards. Yeah, forwards. Let me just say, Mertens scored two tonight, That's mm -hmm. true. and Mertens went is the top goal scorer for in Napoli's history in, in Europe. In Europe, he scored 20 goals. Cavani at the same time, and Napoli scored 19, and I think Cavani scored 100 goals in all competitions. But look for at Napoli this, right and Insigne has been scoring. Mertens, uh, Mertens. He's been on Mertens. fire. Mertens. Yeah. Sorry, yeah, Mertens. but Insigne has been on fire too for uh, for Napoli. So maybe it looks like Say they that. don't really need a center forward. Oh, Insigne, yeah, yeah but okay, but then you then you uh, you tie against uh, Kievo. You know, you need true, a you need true. a center forward. That's true. Okay, that's that's all and well, and if they doing fine. But what happens with the other teams? The other teams have alternatives. When Juventus plays bad, when another team enter, they bring in players. That's true. They can make He's a right. can make a difference. Napoli needs to bring in a center forward. Now the Milik. center they forward Milik they Milik. was supposed to be Milik, but Milik. Uh, one year he got, he got hurt and he didn't play. He didn't play for what? For a year, year and a half. You know, you need to bring a center forward that makes the difference. And who can guarantee you goals. Right. So you think and, bringing and that, Cavani can you in? imagine? Can you imagine Cavani center forward with uh, uh, Insigne on one side and Mertens on the other side? Oh, wow. But you're going to move Mertens out of his Mertens, spot. Mertens is already moved out of his position. Work. Mertens wasn't Mertens a center Mertens forward. Mertens is not a center forward. He's a center forward. He's already one of these days, we're going to do another tactical uh, <laughs> he's corner been so and good as talk a about the false nine. Gaetano, he's been playing so good as a false nine. If yeah. you move him around, so, how do you know he's not? So you're going to be yeah, a false nine. So, yeah, so you can do cool. it. What does it mean? He starts center for and then he comes back. That's what it's going to do. But listen, so Cavani, let's say Cavani, let's say Cavani stays, like. starts on the left and, and Mertens stands on, on, in the middle, right? And then Mer uh, uh, Mertens comes back and Cavani goes in the middle and he's, he's behind the two forwards. Yeah. It's perfect. I don't you remember who it was. There was a huge coach one day that they asked him about signing a big player, right? They said sign a big They go, but if you sign this big player, um, your guy in the bench is going to be mad. Your center forward is going to be mad. He goes, the greatest problem in the world is to have too many great players. He goes, sure. that is the best problem to deal with. He says, the worst problem is when of I have course. two oh, great wow. players and then they both get hurt or they don't do this. He goes, I would much rather deal with the personality oh, of, of how yeah. to fix it in training than not have the player at all, oh, which yeah. I think is at the end the point. Yes. I want to ask you guys. Let's go around. Peter, starting with Peter. Is Inter going to qualify? Uh, yes, because Barcelona hasn't lost since 2013 and Inter's got to do their job. Yeah, Inter's going to qualify. I say yes, too. Unpopular opinion. No, I'm kidding. Inter's going through. <laughs> Anto. I would say yes because the team they're going to be facing is garbage. So. Oh, don't oh, say that. Easy. Garbage. They give Barcelona. I never heard about it. I never heard about PSV? the team. They're PSV? Going to PSV? PSV. They're a very Come good on. team. <laughs> okay. Like PSG, right? now, now, we, now we go around the reverse. Is Napoli going to qualify? 100%. Yes, I agree. 
I think so too. Yes. I'm very, very worried about Napoli. Oh, really? Man. Yeah. You don't think that they're going to win or tie? Man, that that, that <laughs> Liverpool uh, playing home, uh, it's got to be one of the toughest places to play. Oh my God! They're chokers. They're going to choke. Very, very, choke. very, think, very difficult. I don't think the that they're going to get a win, but I do think that a tie is. Even if they don't win, might, though, there's a lot of scenarios win. on their side. They might win. So Ancelotti, Ancelotti is not the first time that he's been uh, through this stuff here. If there's ever a team that, that has choked before, it's PSG. So Let PSG could do true. it. Let Peter answer That's first. True. Peter didn't finish. I think Napoli is going to lose, but they're going to lose with the right scoreline and go through. It's going to be crazy, but no. that's something that I see. I see a 2-1. Napoli is going to be able to score. Listen, Napoli, Napoli beat them score. already at home, and they could have won at least by another an additional two different uh, two goal yeah, differential. So uh, they know the strength and they know the weakness of Liverpool. You're so what they're going to do? Anfield. So what? It's different. It's the same square. It's the same rectangle. I mean, there was a goalkeeper on uh, his side and changes, a goalkeeper on the other changes. side. It changes. I'll tell you what. Napoli is going through like butter. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I mean, if you think so. Let's go to the other games. Juventus um, beat Valencia 1-0 at home. Another game we watched here. And um, I think that I know my dad has a different opinion because we talked about this already. But I was pretty disappointed in the way that Juventus played. I think that Juventus often, too much a season, they hold that 1-0. And they're very content and complacent with that 1-0 when you've got an attack that's still not fluid together. You see Dybala, you see Ronaldo, you see Mandzukic, you see Douglas Costa, you see Cuadrado. To me, they're not scoring enough goals, and they're not they're not playing as well together. The the scary part, the whole season, we're saying, is the defense going to be okay with Bonucci? Is the midfield going to be okay? You know, they didn't really bring in the guy that they were talking about. And the defense and the midfield have been very, very good. And the thing that seemed like the least problem was the attack. And now, I know that this is obviously an overreaction. I'm just playing devil's advocate because winning is always important. You win 1-0 mm-hmm. and it, it goes on. You're right. You're until the knockout stages. But when you play in big teams in Champions League, what happened against Manchester United? Maybe it only happened one out of 20 times, but it could happen again. And I think that it's just not a worrying side because when you got Ronaldo and this guy's incredible. I mean, Ronaldo is, he is such the difference maker in these matches that it's mm. incredible. And I think that we, we will talk about how he's fit into the Serie A come, but that was my takeaway from Juventus, mm-hmm. and I was very annoyed. Who scored? He did? Mandzukic. Mandzukic. Oh. Ronaldo gave a great assist. Ronaldo gave a great assist. Oh. Um, yeah. And, uh, yeah, I mean, that was that was my feeling about the match. No, I agree with you a lot, Marco. We talked about how Juve always, um, they always get that 1-0 lead, uh, then they kind of wander off, they start not to play good and all this stuff, and they risk conceding. But a lot of times they don't concede, but then you see play uh, times like against Manchester United, how that happens. I do feel like they got to improve on that, but then again, we knew time and time again uh, the past few years that Juve always been playing like this in the group stage uh, then towards the knockout usually stages. Worse. It usually usually playing much worse. But the knockout stage, that's when they start gelling together and they don't make those mistakes and start playing better overall as a team. Because we know a lot of players like Dybala's not clicking. Douglas Costa's not clicking. Dybala's there. Dybala's there. He's in and out. Maybe He's in and out. Anto, you watch the game? I'll tell you what. I didn't watch the game, but I know. The but you I, know. From I, instinct, I you just, know. <laughs> i just been watching Juventus the last six or seven games. Every time that the ball, the ball on Juventus has been forced to go through Ronaldo somehow. Okay, even though Ronaldo doesn't score the vast majority of the time, but the, the, the game and the, the play is being forced to go through him. Last year, Juventus didn't have this kind of a force ball situation that everything has to go through Ronaldo right there on the middle. Then Ronaldo, whether they decided to take a shot or whether they decided to maybe to make an assist. So I, this is one of the reasons why in Juventus, uh, the goals are a little less this year. 
and uh, Ronaldo is scoring most of them, and not a lot of the players are contributing uh, into the score uh, the score sheet. I wouldn't say that. I I'll think but he's taking a lot more shots away from Dybala and other players that last year they were just taking shots from all over the places. This year there are those some of those players are thinking about it before they take a shot. Maybe they're looking for Ronaldo if he's open first because you know the the the, the superstar is going to say, "Hey, I was open. Why you didn't give me the shot?" So uh, that's why I think there is less chances that Juventus is uh, is putting uh, on uh, on the score sheets because uh, they force the play through Ronaldo. Yeah, and they look for him all the think? time. What do you think? No, I, I saw. I think Juve. What Juve does is they do enough to win the game, and, and then uh, they they settle down. So no, it's, I, I don't think so. I mean, they put pressure. Uh, they scoring goals. Uh, Pjanic is, is solid. He always plays a great game. Uh, this kid, Bet- Betancourt, uh, it's unbelievable. He came out of nowhere. Last year, he didn't play that much. This year, he's, he's been, what, now it's seven, eight games in a row. A and, uh, you I know, he's... Huh? I'm still not... No, he's a solid, solid player. I mean, the, how old is he? He's very young. He's 21. He's 21 years old. Look what he's playing with one of the best teams in the world. And, and he's got personality. And he's, he's, he's staying with the, you know, with the rest of the team. Um, yesterday, um, I mean, he had uh, two forwards, uh, Ronaldo and Mandzukic. Uh, another half a forward, which was Dybala. He brought in uh, Quadrado as a right full back. Uh, Ibrahim cost. I mean, uh, you you're playing with almost uh, four forwards at one point, so it's not that um, they always say he's very defensive. It's just that uh, I think once the competition gets better, they will get better with the competition. It's if the team uh, that they play against is better, I think they will play better. Um, not yet. And. Uh, <laughs> You know, Ronaldo is the guy is is magic. I mean, the assist that he gave uh, Mandzukic uh, yesterday, you know, I don't know where, but it's so quick. And the goal that he scored on Sunday is unbelievable. It's, it's so fast, and and the timing uh, it's is it, is very very good. So no, I am. Um, I mean, Juventus uh, they're in first place. I mean, they they're going through. Um, I I want. We, we have to see the next round. I think they're going to raise their level. And the knockout Pete, what do you think? Oh, yeah. I mean, Juventus, they're creating the chances. It's not a matter of not creating the chances. Mm-hmm. It's just about uh, finalizing them. But in the in the meanwhile, you know, they're still getting one nothing win. The defense is strong. They're controlling the match, which is very important. And, I, I you know, I, in agreement with Gaetano, as far as the who they're going to verse in the next round, in a in two games, you always have Juventus as a favorite because the players that uh, Allegri has so much of a choice. He can play wh- whichever way, and he has anyone out of his on his bench or or who's starting, and he can mix it up in so many different ways. So in the case where we ha- where Juventus has to win, he can add a third, a fourth, a fifth striker if he wants. In the case where he has to defend, he'll be able to add the the defensive minded midfielder or or put players out of position like we saw Cuadrado playing right back so I mean Juventus has a, a, a star team they're they might not be clicking mm-hmm. but they're winning 
So you that's know, the most important let thing. Let me just say something. Mark. Let me just say something real go quick. Ahead, ahead. Milan remind me of Juve in terms of not closing the games and always scared last oh, last 30 on. minutes or stuff. Because you're always like, when you watch both games, like, well, is Juve going to score another goal? If not, something going to happen. Same thing with Milan. One, one plays Milan it with the back line of Zapata, Abate, <laughs> and Ricardo Rodriguez. Another one plays Joao Cancelo, Bonucci, Chiellini, and Alessandro. Best defenders in the world. You're still going to concede. So By the that, way, Joao just... Cancelo, guys, this guy is... the. We're talking about attackers. He's not even uh, an attacker. But the assist that he gave to, to Ronaldo and the way he ran on the left side, not even the right uh, side, the left that's side. That's what's crazy. Juventus has two attacking minded left back uh, and full right backs, back, full backs. Yeah. I do not know how they do not concede so many goals because if you have those two guys going up, you would yeah. think that you can concede. Yeah, on but the when uh, <coughs> when um, Quadrado goes up, the midfielder Matuidi. covers. Uh, when uh, Alexandro goes up and Matuidi is on the left side. He was, he, if you saw Gaetano's video, you know that, back. right? Yeah. Anto, go. Say what you're going to say because okay. we cut you off. This is what's going on the last few years. I'll tell you this what's going on even in terms of the structure of the teams. This is my analysis. Even the structure of the team. This is my analysis. It's all psychological. There are those big teams like Juventus, AC Milan, Inter Milan, that they have two different type of contracts. One contract is with the superstar or the franchise player, quote-unquote, and the rest of the contract is, the, is with the rest of the team. So I think when the Presidente and the coach sits down, he sits down with all the team at one point, and then he sits down with the franchise player one-on-one -on -one with the closed door. In other words, they tell them, hey, listen, the, you know, the group over here has spent $200 million to sign you. We're expecting this, 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 and this from you. Not too much pressure, but, uh, you know. That's pretty normal, though. That's not pretty normal. That's when not you're pretty signing. <laughs> years ago. No, no years else? ago. Years ago was not the, no. uh, was not the situation. This, years ago, you will, you will have, uh, for example, for Inter Milan, was Mazzola was the, the leader of the team. But Mazzola was not forced to score. Actually, Mazzola very rarely scored. Was, there were other players. On AC Milan, it was Rivera. On uh, Fiorentina, it was Antonioni. On, uh, on the Roma, it was Totti. Totti was a superstar regardless. He was scoring. He was just assisting. So you're saying that they put too much into the hands of Ronaldo? Yes. Look, look what happened today, for example, on Inter. Icardi didn't score. Who, who picked up the, the, the slack from, from, from uh, Icardi? Okay? That's true. And even, look, psychologically, when you're watching That's a game, I'll tell you what's going on. When, uh, when Icardi scores, when Icardi scores, it's either uh, you go to uh, his wife, Wandanara, which is the which is the manager, or let's say Ibrahimovic score, they go to, uh, what's his name, Raiola, or... Uh, that's what they do. This is about this is about individual player of, of that caliber having a different kind of a contract and relationship with the team, and then you have the rest of the team that they make just about uh, collectively the salary that one player makes. Just you know, been doing the work or the dirty work for this franchise player to do to do his job. All right, All right. let's move on. Roma, the last group. <clears throat> Roma uh, did not win against Real Madrid. Uh, they lost. Um, disappointing match. Uh, I think that. The, the elephant in the room that we're all thinking is uh, if Under would have scored in the end of the first half, 46th minute. Beautiful ball by, by Zaniolo. I, I mean, incredible the way he beat his man and, and passed it. And Under, like you said in your words, it was harder to miss someone than, uh, than to score that. He lobbed it right over. Um, but to be honest, I really didn't expect Roma to get a result. I didn't expect a tie. And I didn't, I didn't expect a win. I know that um, Real Madrid, they lost to uh, Ibar and all this. 
But Real Madrid in the Champions League is a, is a different beast. And I think that to always beat them or get a result was always going to be too tough for Roma. I mean, I agree with you at some extent. But they played so sloppy, Roma. The first half, they didn't play bad. The second half, they conceded a goal that that was uh, that one of the th- defenders Fazio. messed up. Fazio messed up with Olsen. Olsen kicked in. Fazio. And then Changes Under in the first half, before the half ended, he missed a, a goal that you could have scored with your eyes closed. He just roofed it over. It was empty now, pretty much. And if they scored that one, who knows how the game would have ended. Just not good enough for Roma. And I don't know. Di Francesco's still on the hot seat, even Antonio, though they qualified. Did you see the, the play by Under? I did. Would you have scored that? It's, it's not easy to miss a goal like that. You would have scored? Oh, by far. By far? By far. <laughs> even with my eyes closed. Just In- smelling the ball, I would have just... Very interesting. What do you guys think about the Roma? Any, anything to add, really? It's... Another kind of hard to another comment. poor performance after losing to Udinese, one mm. nothing, mm. and now upcoming game versus Inter. It's gonna be a tough week for Di Francesco. I know. Yeah, Roma is such a strange team. Uh, so far, nothing cold. Nothing cold. Uh, the, in the championship, you know, they they tie teams like Kievo. You know, they lose to Udinese. Um, is you know Spal and you know, all those teams, mm. and you look at this team and say, you know, you you have a lot of talent there, but what happened? Uh, you know, what happened to this team? Maybe there's no leadership yeah. there. Maybe uh, they look at. Uh, I think the only leader in there is maybe uh, De Rossi and Manolas uh, in the last uh, couple of games in the championship. They didn't play. I think De Rossi was out and Manolas was yeah. out what against. Mm-hmm. Uh, against Udinese, uh, uh, so th- th- I don't know. Uh, they talking about they have no personality. I mean, once you hear uh, commenting uh, things uh, like that about a team, uh, that's pretty bad. Then in uh, in um, you go into the Champions uh, to Champions League, they already qualified. You know, the team was already qualified, which the other teams are struggling. So they did pretty good. Not that bad, right? Yeah, they did pretty Their good. Group the champions. So what, what happens when, yeah. uh, you know, when, when they go to the champions? Do they, is that maybe the they're, motivation. More, they're motivated? You know, maybe they, they, they you know, they, the they, I think, also, I think the, also the, but the thing is with the Champions League, look, they lost twice to Real Madrid bad. 3 nothing, 2 nothing. The other two teams, yeah. considering the level, they're not as great. And then CSK. Uh, you Moscow. know, yesterday, they they gifted Roma the Champions League spot. But CSK by losing beat Real Victor Madrid Plaza. too. Remember that yes, time, which was did. pretty crazy. Which is crazy. But yeah. the the fact I mean, that Real Madrid is not right now. Right now, no. They're, they're but, not doing. I mean, they lost. I think three Roma, nothing on. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, this then, weekend. Then Roma lost three nothing and two yeah. nothing to Real Madrid. Mm. And Roma lost so, this weekend, guys, to Udinese. I don't. Zero. I don't know if this is really. Well, they, didn't, they didn't have their best into the proof. They did But I was looking at it. I was they looking. Florenzi sitting down. I was looking at a lot of players. Zeko came uh, for the last fifteen uh, minutes. I don't know. But, the Roma is such a uh, pastore. I mean, they bought pastore with, and Zonzi. You know, they bought some players. Uh, uh, Cristantes, Cristantes is supposed to be a, a top player. good, top, good, top, top. good player. Is there a button? Uh, but Pastore, who is a nice and is very technical, very technical player, but he hasn't made uh, the, 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 he hasn't helped that much uh, Roma. He hasn't made the difference. Well, even there. even with PSG, but you can say that he hasn't really made a difference. PSG when he was he there didn't ma- he, didn't, many he didn't yeah, change he's, anything he's not the leader that, yeah. uh, that you I know. think everybody was talking about this though too when, when he signed they think that we said like it was a, 
a cool. I feel like it seemed better on paper almost. We said if he signed a few more years but back, they, it would have been better. What was it? okay? This is we brought it up. Okay, what was the necessity for Roma to sign somebody like Pastore? They want to try to plug a hole from left to open from who? They yeah, wanna, they you're sure right. Want like a nine right. one role in terms they of had, attacking. That's not an angle. That, but, that's, but that's what they wanted. It's not an angle. I don't think it's an angle. No, he's a yeah, but they don't. I, I know, know they didn't play him on angle on that way. That's like you why, said, Roma is a very complicated team. But anyway, we move. We moved to the Campionato. We mm. said uh, Udinese. They Roma lost one zero. We we discussed that. The other thing we got to talk about, since we're talking about you know disappointing results, Napoli, Napoli zero zero against Chievo Verona. Last place Chievo Verona, who was on zero points mm. at this time, they went to one point <laughs> because they earned a tie. Um, they sacked uh, our boy Ventura. Mm. Uh, Your boy, not our boy. <laughs> I say that sarcastically, obviously. Um, but mm. Napoli. It's to me. I think I'll say this. I think everybody's overreacting. Mm-hmm. I think that this is a game where now Napoli lose, and I see these journalists post. I see them tweet out. It's over already. The, the campionato is over. I read a tweet from a journalist that said, "If." He said the campionato was already almost over, right? Now it's completely over. And I think that is the biggest load of BS I've ever read because mm-hmm. for two reasons. Number one, if you think that the campionato is over in November, you are have a losing mentality, number one. If mm-hmm. a team thinks that because they are asking Ancelotti, if you ask the coach of a team in November if the campionato is lost, that is the stupidest question I've ever heard. Number three, it's eight points. Juventus tied to Genoa the other day. And nobody went, lost their mind. Nobody lost their mind. And I know everybody here is going to say, yeah, but it's Juve, Napoli's, Juve's not going to drop points. You don't know what's going to happen. You don't know what's going to happen. Eight points, and it's November. You cannot say that the campionato is over. Somebody say something. No, I agree with you. I mean, the people that say that, it's not even for, it's not even December for people are saying this. You lose a couple of games, that changes the whole... The, what, the whole Anto, what? No, it seems to me that you're wishing for something bad to happen to you, the way you just, no. you just it all. I just... Uh, if I it's see the things... campeonato is not over, that means... Uh, what, what, what? What else is there to be to be played? I mean, uh, as I say, I mean, hey, Ancelotti has to put us a PR. He has to put a good face in front of the mic and he's going to say, hey, guys, the campionato is not you over. You think it's over? Because God forbid the guy says, hey, guys, you know what? The Panettone has got no races this year. Right, so, listen, uh, listen. You know why? Ancelotti's on a different level than everyone who thinks that. Ancelotti doesn't think, oh, I lost it. Because he, he's a world-class coach. I don't think anybody. No, Ancelotti's nobody a winner. What do you think? So I don't what do think, you think? No, nobody. The campionato is not over by far. The Here's the thing. The point is not that a team is going to say, okay, we give up. Juventus won it. That's it. The real, you know, looking at it, you know, Juventus, they have to drop a lot of points because, yes, it's only eight points, but that is if Napoli doesn't drop any more points. Let's or say Inter five doesn't points. drop any more Let's points. Let's say five because, so, because Napoli should yeah, beat Juventus, then I'm, we'll just say. I'm saying it's it's not over. But Juventus has a big upper hand right now. Look at all the other leagues where there's three, maybe four points difference. When you have, you know, look at France, for example. PSG hasn't lost a game in France. And they have such a big... It, there's no competition. Instead, Juventus, we thought that they were going to have some slip-ups. But as of yet, they haven't. They you, Juventus they has a some... They have a tough... Uh, uh, this, is, this was a tie too Napoli and Kiev yeah. was a tie but I'm saying Juventus has to lose Juventus still hasn't lost well they have to play Inter yeah right and Roma I think right so those are two uh, two, two tough uh, I think in the next uh, three four weeks 
We'll they, see. They have a lot. Uh, yeah. Uh, We're all going to be a going lot back of tough to competition this. coming. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Inter. Uh, they could beat Juventus. On the paper, yeah, Inter should be better than Juventus. Not better. Uh, not better. But the thing is, <laughs> not better, not better. I'm not saying that they're not going to drop points. I'm saying Juventus is going to drop points. You got but the, the, best, the fact best that it's, the fact that it's already eight points. Now let's see head to head, like Gaetano's. You know, let's see how they do versus the other top teams. Mm-hmm. But the fact that they already have an eight point advantage, it's very unlikely that Napoli is not going to lose any more points or Inter is not going to lose any more points. So those points spread goes up. But you have the hope that the rest of the team, like Lazio, Milan, uh, and all, and all the rest, they just do, they do uh, they're yeah. a little part contributing, just taking a, a tie here, a tie there, two yeah. points, maybe three points, a win. You never know. You yeah. have to just play your heart yeah. when you play against Juventus because it's the devil. Sure. The <laughs> devil. I mean, uh, you see Agnelli, Agnelli, you just want to no, see. That, that's AC Milan. I know, but you see <laughs> the face of Agnelli is like the face of a devil. So uh, you want to just... Uh, Get that guy to lose right because to I want to see him crying. That's uh, I wanted to see that guy. What about guy, Nedved? Oh, Nedved is like a lapdog. He's not even... Uh, <laughs> He's talking about this you know what? Nedved was a very good player, excellent player. But for him to be just, uh, you know, uh, be reduced to just be sitting next to him and say yes, sir, all the time, it's just stupid. You think that's it's Nedved or, or Agnelli? That's the yes, Nedved's got no decision-making over there. It's like a PR guy that he has to sit over there as if he has to keep his ear nice and straight and things like that. And he has to smile when the camera just focuses on him. End of the story. Anyway, back to football. Let's talk yeah. about the results. Yeah. Um, Juventus won 2-0 against Spal. Uh, we touched upon it. Inter 3-0, 3-0 <laughs> against wow. Frosinone. Wow. Yeah. Uh, your boy, I was, we were, Antonio and I talked about this, mm. that uh, Keita Balde, you were saying even last week that you weren't happy. I think that Keita Balde might have heard and uh, he heard what you wanted to say. Mm. And he played Finally. his best game for an Inter in an Inter jersey, right? Yeah. Scored two goals. Lautaro Martinez, too, on the score sheet. Always a good sign to see your... You got a lot of weapons over there, Pete. I'm telling you, you got a lot of weapons. What's coming, what's coming this season? The three played it, right? I, oh, I'm... By far. We first got to get out of the group. <laughs> 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 they got it. Listen, they got it. And with Spalletti. <laughs> he was nervous today. You should have seen his face. Oh, yeah? Well, was he kicking the, the water bottle like Mourinho and no. things like that? Was he screaming? <laughs> Mourinho that lost his mind. Oh, he lost his mind. So Mourinho did? Oh, my God. It was so funny. I wanted to see that video. Yeah. I wanted you to didn't see, see it? No. Nah, we'll Mike, pop it up, please. Pop up the video, those Mourinho. guys are talking, he, I wanted to see Mourinho. He wants a call. Fe- Fellaini scored 91st minute. By the way, yeah. with his hand. He yeah. had, it touched his hand. Of course. Again, no far. Uh, but Mourinho, he took up the water bottles. He threw. Yeah. I think picked it up like two or three times. He took out the oh water bottles. I think I should be locked up. <laughs> he should be really locked up for throwing the water bottle. Uh, the next video will be Mourinho goes to jail. <laughs> oh boy! Oh my God! Look at him, Mike. Oh my goodness gracious! Uh, video number two. <laughs> Mourinho goes to jail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Show again. It's the same thing over and show over. Again. Again. Oh my God! That was like when he used to coach Inter versus Milan. That's what he used to do. Or something like that. The guy's crazy. He's lost his mind. Oh man, I was that. When I saw that, all I thought about was your face when you watched this. I said it's gonna be so funny. Yeah. I just watch it right now. I know. This is ridiculous, guys. This is you know how many million people are watching this guy over here doing that kind of stuff. You know, this is not. It's not. You're not sending the right signal for the young kids. Let, 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 let's go on. Let's go on. We talked about now. Imagine if he was not happy. <laughs> We're not the going guy on. was happy and he took all of those bottles. No, that was happy. That's what I'm saying. Imagine oh. if he was not happy. <laughs> and we started cut down people. I mean, the guy's crazy. 
It should be like that. <laughs> nah, nah, good coach. Like I'm this? telling you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like this. <laughs> like this. No, like maybe like that. Uh, I'm kidding because you know okay. he did the thing. Um, um, Lad, let's talk about your Devils. You want to talk about the Devils? Oh. We'll talk about uh, AC Milan against Lazio. You guys, uh, I think you were going to field like five players for this game. You started with uh, Bate, Zapata, Ricardo Rodriguez in, uh, in the back line. Three-man back line with these guys. I know you guys hit with a lot of injuries. Um, and the thing that I kept saying, my perspective, I was more surprised in Lazio. I told Lazio, I said Lazio in Rome against this Milan. I said Lazio should be able to do this. They're under a lot of pressure. Mm-hmm. I thought that they were, to be, I'm sorry, I thought they were going to win 2-0, 3-0 maybe against Milan. But Milan was in the match. It was in the match. Milan we should have won 2-3-0 for the match <laughs> because I watched the game and I think Lazio didn't deserve the, the tie. They did not. They tied in the 94th minute. You guys scored like 77, Inzaghi went crazy. Did yeah. you see that? That's another guy. Off. That's another guy that he lost his mind that during, during the field. But well, I like, how could you not? How I, like, could you I, not? Like, I like Inzaghi a lot more than I like Spalletti and, and Mourinho. So. <laughs> what do you think? No, uh, I would like to to tell him um, if you heard what the prime minister Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw, to, I saw Gattuso. But he's not the prime minister, but he's one of the ministers. Yeah, yeah. The w, what he said to Gattuso. Mm. In other words, Gattuso told him, just stick with your day job and mind your own business. Let me worry about AC Milan. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so he, he, he um, criticized uh, Gattuso yeah. because of the lineup. And he says he doesn't read the game well and doesn't put the right players. What do you think? No, actually, what he made, he made a point that Gattuso should have used a couple, couple subs. But, you know, yeah. while the game was, he doesn't was, read was the ended. game well. He yeah. should have made well, changes. I think Gattuso was right. I said, uh, listen, you should be the last one to talk because Italy is not in great shape right now. And you want one of the reasons why Italy is not doing well. So why don't you try to do your job? first very well and then maybe we can see what you do right and we can no, try to uh what about his criticism it was it, this guy was nobody's saying no, what no, do you think what do you, do you think that you that agree? Agree? it's out of place it's out of place but that's not not his question no. yeah <laughs> what's your question then his question <laughs> did, he, did he read the game well was the was the deputy minister right? They maybe didn't no, read the game well. Right. He didn't make the change, the right no. changes. If you look at the play, uh, the way this guy here scored the one-one, it was almost with the back against the the, the goal, and, and Donnarumma was almost on the ball, and the ball went through seven or eight defenders. It's not that this guy here was left one-on-one with Donnarumma. It just was one of those freaky play that you just. Uh, you you are born lucky with ten stars, ten gold stars. The guy got the ball. He turns and while he was turning, the ball perfectly shot. It goes through twenty different kind of legs and cleanly just hits the. Wait, you're, you're acting like Kessie's goal was a clean goal. The flexion. Uh, he took a shot and it's very <laughs> But we were winning one nothing until the last well, fifteen seconds. What does that seconds. do though? I'm, I'm just saying. Do do with that. I'm just saying yeah, that you're. I'm a Milan hater. Don't worry about him. <laughs> I, I I have nothing against Milan. Oh, I'm yeah, happy you have everything me. against. You ready? I'm gonna say something in favor of Milan. Yes. And, it, and I think it's going to change a lot of people's perspectives. Milan, Gattuso took over Milan a year ago, almost to the day. And since Gattuso took over AC Milan, there are only two teams that have made more points than him. Those two teams, Juventus and Napoli. Hmm. Gattuso has earned more points in his first year at, at, at Milan than Inter, than Roma, than anybody else. Did you take a note, uh, uh, Gattano? So stop criticizing Gattuso. Uh, are you playing in the Champions League right now? Ooh. Well, listen, we're getting there little by little. Uh, okay. All right. What do you think uh. about that? I was very surprised to see that. And they, to be fair, it was only one point above Inter and I think one point above Roma. I wanted to see your father's face when uh, when uh, Juventus is going to win the Champions League. We're going to have a lot of champagnes over here. Actually, the, the, the game was You gonna said have... Inter's going to win Champions League. Well, the... <laughs> it's either going to be Inter or Juventus okay. Okay. in the final. So we're going to have a we're going to have a lineup of different type of champagne. Inter Juventus final. <laughs> yeah. Imagine. Oh, that would be, be nice. nice. That'll be That'll nice. Be Who do you go for? 
I, I, to be honest with you, I'll go for Inter. <laughs> the thing is, if I you ask know, you as much as I hate them, say thing about you. Listen to me. As much as I hate them for this time only, I will go for Inter. Uh, what kind of Milanista are you? You know, I have Milanista. And anything that, uh, you know, that makes uh, any other team winning uh, other than Juventus, I'll go for it. But, you know, I guess uh, yeah, as long as an Italian team wins, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah I agree with you. Hey, I gave you a nice stat. You should be okay. happy with me, yeah. right? Uh, another thing I want to talk about. Um, Empoli. Empoli against Atalanta. Atalanta was up 2-0 in this match. They lost 3-2 to Empoli. Empoli, in their history, have never overcome two goals. And they won. And Empoli scored, I think, 90th minute. They were able to score. Incredible. Mm. Number one, wow, Empoli. Number two, uh, I think that we have to call into question your love of uh, Gasperini over here for a minute. Do you still think that uh, Gasperini is uh, It's not going to happen that often. Listen, every great coach, coach, every great coach can have a, not a bad day. Gasperini didn't have a bad day. The team had a bad day. So now it's a team. Yes. When it's Manchester United, it's Mourinho. When it's, uh, when it's Gasperini, it's a team. Again, Mourinho did not invent anything. We're talking about Gasperini. Sorry. Gasperini is a great coach. Believe me, he, they, they had just a big slip up over there. And then, uh, you know, the, the team is still trying to little by little to crank again. Don't forget that those guys, uh, this, this but that's franchise. The, that's the idea of a great coach, that when you're winning 2 nothing, your team does not give up or lose 3-2. You know, in soccer, we say La Palla Rotonda in Italy. I mean, anything can happen. But in some situations, sometimes you have situational play. That, uh, not a 2 nothing lead. You know, look what happened to AC Milan. AC Milan, they thought that they had the game already. The guy with his... Yeah, it's one nothing, but it's different. Just up scoring. It's just... Those are games that you're supposed to put on the bag and just go to the bank. But uh, it doesn't work that way all the time. So... Let's talk about uh, two Parma. Parma mm. won 2-1 over Sassuolo. Mm. And guys, Parma's in sixth place, mm. which means they're in Europa League currently. How crazy is that? From Serie B, now right now they're Serie Europa. B, they're bankrupt all the way. Think about I how, meant last year. But how crazy is from that? the relegation team. And I think that Antonio and I talked about this. We said that Parma's a great example for teams coming up who invested. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. body. In oh yeah, three years. There we go. You need a like a player like Gervinho who's really able yes. to. He's, I mean, he loves the Serie. He loves Italy. So the way that he's implemented, I think, is it says a lot about Parma too. The pull that they have to be able to pull a guy like Gervinho, even coming mm. from Serie B. And listen, let's not downplay Parma. Parma in the uh, in the in the beginning was, was course, always yeah. uh, among the the fourth, uh, fifth best player, uh, best team in Italy. And then. Uh, the franchise took a big dive because of uh, Parma, of uh, yeah, Parmalat and all of those uh, you know uh, scandals, uh, uh, you know economic scandals that they uh, you know uh, they tarnished uh, the the True. team and uh, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And, yeah and, uh, in the in the 90s they were a powerhouse, uh, powerhouse. Yeah. So I remember Crespo Turan, playing with Buffon, them, Turan, Buffon, they 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 uh, you know they created they 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 displayed some of the best players that they still uh, some of them uh, you know they're around right now, Cannavaro. Yeah, yeah. So, they, they, yeah, I know. I know, I know. And and don't forget that Parma is the one of the best city in, in Italy Modern. where there is nothing but the best product coming from there. The prosciutto di Parma comes from there. The Parmigiano Reggiano comes from there. Some of the best part, uh, pasta, tortellini. Maybe we'll have them sponsor our uh, podcast. <laughs> so uh, instead of uh, be talking <laughs> on the message. mic over here, we'll be talking uh, uh, on, uh, on a plate of tortellini. Or, uh, <laughs> we'll be talking on a plate of tortellini. You got us all hungry now. Or tagliatelle. Or, you know, a little Parmigiano. We got that question over there. Yeah, I was just going to 
the right player, but uh, I know that Mancini wanted to call uh, a few of the players, of the, of the older players, you know, just to have them with the young players so that the older players can teach the younger players um, and show them the way. I'm not sure if Quagliarella is that kind of player, uh, that he can show the young players the, the right way. Um, we, we, I know that we're struggling big time scoring with, uh, with the national team. And, and that last game that, uh, that we played, we needed, uh, you know, we needed to win. And maybe somebody, score. yeah, we can score. Maybe somebody like Quagliarella in that game, it could have made the mm-hmm. difference. Oh, so we got three maybes from all those to three uh, maybes. You know, in the long run. No, maybe not the long four, run. We're not uh, saying the long At the time, you know. You know, I agreed uh, for the, one of the few times that I agreed with Marcus that maybe, <laughs> maybe we should be sitting uh, uh, immobile and uh, maybe uh, as an alternative, sometimes immobile, sometimes in senior, not sitting them uh, to rest them but just to say hey by make the sure way, they know it's not so that they by rest. the way you know you're not producing uh, what you've been asked to produce in the italian national team say maybe you might want to think a little bit you know down the line that says that your 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 place here is not uh, you know uh, it's not given oh. so there is a lot of people competing for uh, for your uh, for your position so uh, when you come uh, try to uh, you know to be more uh, concrete when you come in and try to be more uh, assertive and uh, and do the job that is being asked from uh, you know from you to do. So uh, you know that I agree one hundred percent with him because those guys every time they said, "Oh, this is the list of the Italian national player," and then you go from the defender and all the stuff, and then you said, "Okay, Insigne, Immobile, uh, uh, you know, Belotti, and and uh, such and such." Yeah, but so, it's not that they don't try; they try. I mean, they're very proud to be there. You could see that they try very hard. Uh, they're pressing. But, uh, they're doing all. The, the thing is that when you get to the national team, you you have to race. It's another level. Yeah. Some players can raise the next level. They can go to the next level and, and, and score uh, in the national team. Some players can score in the championship, but when they get to the next level... Uh, but I see, uh, I see a little then, level then, of complacency, uh, Gaetano. I see some of them that say, hey, you know what? Whether I score or whether I don't score, no, I'm still going to be called in. Uh, no, in absolutely team. not. I'm sure that they wanted to score, no, but they're not doing I, it. I disagree with they're you. They're not it's, doing it's very, it. That's the a, bottom line. But it's a very fine line because what happens is if you put that pressure, first off, Immobile, mm-hmm. 10 years ago, he wouldn't even be on the national team. Right. Okay? Because right. there's so many better players than, than him. From 10 years ago right or because you could just think of the coach right now mancini he was rarely called up to the national team because he had 10 times better players that were in front of him and he was considerably one of the better players in Serie A. in the championship yeah when he went but to the national, went the national team, team he no, was no, no. Yeah. yeah but at that time you had better players that you can say okay we're you know sit down now where you only have a handful of players and i mean a handful of players mm. it's really hard to say okay uh, either show up or go home. It, it, it's completely different. You know, this He's, is making me thinking, Peter. Listen, that this guy here, you know, what's his name? Uh, uh, for example, Insignion on Napoli, and then we have Immobile in, in uh, uh, Insignion Immobile. Those are those are players that uh, their fortune is been basically driven by other franchise players that unfortunately they're not Italian national team players. We have Milik. We have uh, uh, I don't know. Uh, I'm sick. Hamsik, we have other players that they, you know, they uh, Mertens that they they match and they just you know they. What kind of players? Franchise players. Yeah, 
but another Italian national team players. Mertens played for Belgium, for example. Milik is a Polish guy. So those are players that they, that they know they have a spectacular, uh, you know, fluidity oh, when they Polish. play for, uh, for Napoli. About, no. when, when you play for, uh, for the Italian national team, those guys, maybe they, they miss that kind of, uh, you know, uh, you know, uh, leadership that uh, is being given to them and uh, and help this is actually the help that I'm, I'm just trying to say they don't have the help that they have in their, uh, in, into their uh, franchise like Napoli or Lazio or uh, AC Milan all that stuff when you go to the Italian national team those are the players that say, okay show me what you have perfect yeah right no, I, I agree with you I agree with you um, let's move on let's move on Mike's gonna get some questions mm. uh, from people I got one real quick just a, a fun topic um, Giuseppe Rossi mm. He's being linked with a move to MLS now. So we got a question about it. I remember I was reading. He said, what do you, they asked, what do you guys think if he will come to maybe New York or any other MLS team? Absolutely. Uh, it's a, listen, Giuseppe Rossi can play in any team. Giuseppe Rossi, he, he, when he was healthy, and if he's healthy, he can play in any, in any franchise. To me, he's one of the best players. Hey, he was playing, he was an Italian national team player. He played in, uh, in Juventus. He played in, in uh, I mean, he played, he played in, in Florence. You don't tell me now, no, uh, Giuseppe Rossi is, uh, you know, uh, what do you think? I mean, they should be honored to have somebody like him playing uh, in the MLS. Actually, I, for, I like, I for, agree for, with I you. For him, for him, he will be downgrading himself uh, to come and play on MLS. Yeah, I'm surprised that uh, nobody picked him up. He's been uh, practicing with the Red Bulls, uh, I understand, mm. and uh, he would like uh, and he would love to join the uh, the MLS. And I can't believe that uh, nobody picked him up. Maybe Giovanni can take him. Uh, you know, Giovanni might. Yeah, was talking about it, but yeah, yeah I guess they didn't. No, maybe in the, gen- in the January mercato. Maybe who knows? I'm just saying that they're linking him. I now. mean, I don't know if it's true. If if if, uh, if he's healthy. Um, he, he can make the difference. I mean, the guy is, is very, very good. And he's the nicest guy you want to meet. So mm-hmm. we, we, got, we got a chance, uh, you know, to meet him and uh, to um, Marco, uh, to play with him, uh, scrimmage games. I mean, the good nicest, player. the nicest player. And the guy is good. The guy is very good. So uh all the luck uh to to um Giuseppe, to Giuseppe. If you're watching uh, you know yeah, we, 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 we all we, one, we would you 1000 percent not 100 percent so uh yeah, i agree maybe we, a similar can use somebody like that instead of waiting for it wine uh, to uh, we're all know, cheering for you giuseppe yeah I agree with you. Uh, one, one last thing. Mike's going to get the questions now. But, hey, listen, uh, why don't we spend a couple, a couple seconds uh, saying what? something so nice about uh, the, the Portland. Uh, Giovanni's doing a, an extremely uh, wonderful uh, job over there with uh, the, tra- uh, you Port- know. Uh, Portland uh, Timbers. Timbers. Oh, with the Timbers. We, we, don't, we, don't, we, we're, we don't really watch MLS, but if you guys have been following the podcast for some time, or we've got a family friend who's also Italian, yeah. who's a coach of the Portland Timbers that we all know personally, and they're in the... Is it the MLS conference finals? Finals? Conference conference finals. finals. Yeah. Which is a semifinals. Semifinals, basically, for right. the whole thing. And they won the first match. They tied. No, they zero tied. Zero. Zero. Okay. Yeah. Now they're going to play yeah, the second one. Yeah, for the one. people they don't know, just uh, uh, Giovanni Savarese is uh, uh, from the metropolitan area, and he played for the Metro Stars, and we are... Uh, Highest scorers of the Metro Stars. Right, and he coaches mm. the, the Cosmos so we know him very well and we still practice uh, together so the nicest also the nicest uh, guy you want to meet and uh, i've been watching uh, the playoffs he's doing very well and on um and uh, they played on sunday they play sunday night Kansas city right uh, and they yes. played home right. which they have like a hundred sold out games yeah. in a row They're crazy fans. I, you know it's yeah. i wish that i could uh, go and, and watch that game 
and they did play well. They they uh, press. They put a lot of energy. They uh, put pressure on the other team, and uh, uh, they could they they should have won the game. Mm-hmm. And jo- Giovanni, if you play with the same energy in the return game, you're gonna you're gonna go to the final. I, I love about MLS, by the way, the the stadiums are packed. Yeah. I mean, Atlanta had. Was it 60, 70,000? 70, I mean, you look at that and then you compare it to Roma, <laughs> the Roma true. game, Lazio. You had Lazio Milan, empty, empty. So it's 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 a good thing that MLS, I mean, yeah, they, they, have, people, they have a real culture around. A lot of people actually make fun of the MLS, like, oh, they don't care about it. And but we do a little look, bit, but. Yeah, we do a little bit. But if you look, there's actually a lot of passion and, uh, you know, it's building throughout the years, which is The good one to thing see. That, that I think that is a little bit um maybe annoying and i think that i was like this when i was younger they always said americans don't know soccer americans don't know football they don't know real football right true a lot don't but at least they're there they're trying to learn everybody started at one point you don't know anything so at least the idea of trying to learn like i know a lot of the guys in atlanta they're saying oh they're not real fans you know they're just going there because it's cool to go yeah but you go there as it's cool you bring your family and then the kids learn everybody learns together so i don't think that there's anything wrong with with that, Listen, so I, want to I say like one, to see one more thing about Giovanni. We used to go and watch the game. Uh, you, you remember to the Officer University? Every time I see Giovanni putting the team on the field and uh, the way he transmits his, his uh, passion for the game and uh, how angry is for the game, and uh, you know, uh, I see his team. The guy he excels at everything that he does. I mean, he stepped from from a lower a lower division. He goes on the MLS, and Portland is right there, right on the top. And now they are almost getting closer. Uh, uh, to the final and i just wish him nothing but the best uh, to win because you know it's like all you know, of us yeah it's like we have a piece of ourselves uh, you know uh, we're always rooting for him yeah, yeah. yeah for sure 100 percent. we're yeah. we're definitely all there well i find myself switching with the channels on uh, on the stuff and i, and I see giovanni's team playing i said i stop everything and i, uh, <laughs> I, I, watch it, so, uh, I, I i was too he's gotten yeah. me because of him i've been watching more of of MLS, but yeah, Mike, go to go to some questions. Okay, let's move around. Uh, oh, one more thing, Marco, yeah. and then I want to say something else. I wanted, I wanted to know. <laughs> Sorry, planning. One more thing, I guess. Whoa, 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 whoa! I want to know what's going on with this, uh, you know, Boca Junior and. Uh, oh, uh, I have a topic know, about that. You have a topic? Oh, yeah, okay, Genoa, yeah. the uh-huh. city of Genoa. They asked, oh, they proposed for the game to be played over there in Italy. No, Luigi Ferrari. They're, they're going to get rid of it in Argentina. They're not going to play it in Argentina. That is crazy. So they want it to be played at Luigi Ferrari's. You guys think that would be a good idea? Well, I heard that, that uh, Miami is a possibility, a very strong possibility. That would make more sense. Mm. That would make a lot of sense. Yeah, well, they're, not, not, they're not going to go to Italy. But I know. My, my, Miami makes a lot of sense. Yeah. yeah. Well, one of the reasons why Genoa offered was because the Argent- a lot of the Argentinian population that immigrated there came from Genoa yeah. and actually uh, Boca, Boca Juniors Boca Juniors means Genovese the, or something right yeah but the actual presidents were all from Genoa mm-hmm. and they they are like, the ones yeah, that, that big... got the name well at one point the in the 1900s there were it was only one team mm-hmm. uh, and then it was the same family and then what happened is they split up and by splitting up Boca is represents the poor section the poor neighborhoods of uh, Buenos Aires and uh, River uh, moved River into the rich uh, area, the rich neighborhood of Buenos Aires, and they call it Millionarius, which is mm. uh, oh yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. Oh. So and 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 that's how they they. Uh, I've heard that before. They kind of mirror yeah. each other, uh, even uh, the way. Uh, I can't yeah. believe that these yeah. guys can't so play. So it's uh, that game. The game is not a soccer game. It's not a football game. Oh, it's like a fight. But it's, it's like a, a social. Uh, there's more. Social 
It looks like a war. Yeah. It's a war. It represents Buenos Aires. It represents the culture. It represents the city. It represents the social, the poor against the rich. There's a lot going on there. It's more than just a sport. Right. The Palio of Siena, when you know those guys are fighting for their respective Contrada, you know, the horses, they just, they'll trick, they'll drive somebody else off the track. And are they crazy? I understand that. I understand that there's deepness, but at the end of the match, it's a football match. Mm. There's no need to break the guy's window. At the end of the day, yeah, maybe it's for social. You say, oh, mm. I don't like you. I don't like you. But breaking their windows and uh, damaging the player's eyes, guess what? At the end of the day, nobody went inside the match. Nobody watched football. So you don't watch football. You didn't get but the end did goal you fall, of Gatan, who did you fault about that? I would say security. That is security not good was horrible. But also so, the culture uh, of the fans, I think it needs yeah, to be. But you, it got, the it security can only go to a, a certain... Yeah, they can only do but so they were doing a really extent. poor job, though. Yes, but it's, was, it's but you know, out in the open. How it's much it's very hard to control You know that the bus is going to come into the stadium. Don't let anybody just within within the next 150 feet or 200 feet just, you know, crowd the area and just uh, have them striking them with uh you know Molotov. that was ridiculous and then they wanted to play the match well that was crazy the whole situation yeah. was crazy uh but anyway mike get to get to your question the question oh yeah okay uh, we got an inter one actually um mm. there's one that says does Spalletti rely too much on individual quality and the one the when the players aren't performing, does Inter struggle? Who said and that? is Paletti overrated? This guy's name's Fatotti. Absolutely. <laughs> Look at I, the picture. Absolutely. Absolutely. You, so you don't, you, you're saying he doesn't play as a unit, more of a no, individual he's, he's thing? Just, he's one or two franchise players that they, you know, they're just hoping that... How many the, times have you said franchise in this episode? <laughs> <laughs> we need a counter. <laughs> And, uh, whoever's watching and uh Vandana makes the difference over there. If Vanda scores, uh, Inter uh, wins. Somebody Vanda please make a score, counter. Vanda, you didn't say a lot today. Yeah. But between Cassano, Vanda, and franchise, oof. Yeah. Um, I disagree. Uh, I think that Spalletti gave Inter uh, 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 some some tactics, and they, they do have a, a play. They they uh, they playing uh, they playing good soccer. I mean, in the last month, month and a half, would you say? Okay, what did they have? Seven, eight wins in a row. I mean, yeah, I think true. that Spalletti has giving them some some kind of uh, uh, identity. Identity. Uh, identity. Yeah, and the other thing that I have to say for Inter, I think they have the money, and good job in getting Marotta. That's true. Very good job. Almost official. Because uh, it should be official soon. Because yeah. this guy Marotta, not only uh, is he was the. Uh, it was the golden ball of the directors uh, uh, in Europe. He won uh, the, f- the first prize, but he knows everybody. He's got Literally. contacts with all the players. He, you know, he knows all the uh, the, the, the other um, uh, agents uh, that deal with the players. And you know, he might bring some interesting yeah. players in uh, young players exactly. in Inter, even the so, bigger players too. With Inter having you know a lot of fun, yeah, like uh, that. you know, now they're talking about uh, Tonali, Pellegrini, mm-hmm. you know, um, yeah, money talks like you went uh, to well, think so, uh, it's something that Inter has been missing for a long time. We haven't had that face of the of the franchise, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> because <laughs> Milan had Galliani. Juventus you could have got Galliani. You could have got after Galliani. Galliani is no longer employed by uh, Berlusconi. So, it could have taken Galliani. So, the point is, mm. now Marotta's there. He can be the, the, the spokesperson for mm. Inter. Because Zanetti is more the, the image of the Inter. Right. Same like the yeah, talking. Barella was the guy that... Are, are they talking about Barella too? Yeah, Milan, yeah. Milan is on Barella too. So, uh, you're going to have to just yeah. fight. So, 
You know yeah. I mean, whoever goes to Champions League is going to have first rule. You think so? 100%. Yeah, you have more money to, to, to purchase the player. No, but And also the will of the player. Yeah, I think, like uh, Gaetano said, Spalletti's created this identity now for Inter that they're on the right track. They were able to get the Champions League spot. Now they, they're playing better. And then also, depending on who they play, uh, he's able to mix some players in. We have players coming up, Lautaro Martinez at Keita, who had a fantastic uh, game versus Frosinone. So... I, mean, I don't think I don't want to count go them. With you guys. I, I don't, don't want to count I'll tell you the reasons out. why. For the same reason you just said what you just said right now, that you got Nangolan, you got, uh, you know, you all of those uh, top mid, of the line Inter's midfielders. Midfield That's need, what I'm saying. Why would Barella go in and just crowd an area that is already uh, uh, over uh, overcrowded? So Barella will be perfectly fitting on AC Milan, uh, like, uh, <laughs> you know, it's just, ooh, what slide mean? right you in. You got crowded too. You got Kese, Bakayoko, all these yeah, guys. Bakayoko, Bakayoko, come on. Bakayoko. Mike, what's uh, your next question? Let me give it another one. Oh, there's a pretty good one too. Um, yeah. Will Roma get top four in uh, the season? Uh, I don't have, you don't have the name. Mix. That's okay. Yeah, it's from Instagram. Anyway, what do you guys think? No, no. Nah, I'll say this no. is such a tough one, man. Yeah, I said yes in the beginning, but uh, I'm having mixed feelings now. It is a good question. Yeah, no, like it's, like it's we difficult. said before, you know, with Roma, you don't know. Uh, you know what? Because AC Milan is going to be the fourth. They're the in seventh team. place, by the way, currently seventh place, right under Parma, a point behind Parma. No. Yeah, I, I don't think this year they uh, they're going to do it. You don't think so? No. What What do you think? Fifth Cur from now, you think? <laughs> okay. So next question, um, because we need to wrap up. Okay. Get away uh, the last question. Okay. This oh. is a funny one that we we're talking about before. This, it's kind of weird. It comes from Forza Milan. His uh, his question is: If you had to compare, friend, uh, if you had to compare each of your teams to a pasta dish, what would they be? To a what? A pasta dish? Who? <laughs> <laughs> what the hell does that mean? Oh boy. What does uh, that mean? Yeah. Oh my goodness gracious. Give me some Come on. Come on. You were talking about Tagliatelle. Uh, AC Milan, AC Milan will be. Uh, <laughs> Pasta shooter. <laughs> you have to explain what that means. I have no clue what that no, is. AC Milan would be a lasagna. Why? Why? Lasagna, because it's one of the best dishes that. Uh, I thought you were going to say Messi. <laughs> uh, <laughs> not lasagna, the player, Udinese's player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> AC Milan would be lasagna, okay? Peter, what about you? What about Inter? Oh, man. It's like a gnocchi, you know? Gnocchi. Uh, <laughs> why? <laughs> Because it tastes good, but sometimes you get too full. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good one. Oh, it would be a uh, spaghetti, but without any sauce. <laughs> <laughs> That Next one and that's it. I, I gotta go. I gotta, I gotta uh, go to play tennis. We'll guys. throw Come a on. quick one. Uh, so the mark this uh, straight to you. This is from Anthony. How do you feel if Juve go face to face with PSG and Buffon in the Champions League? What do, you, what do you mean? Like, uh, are you going to feel anything towards Buffon? No. Or like, Come on, when you go on good. the field 90 minutes, doesn't matter if I'm playing against my dad, it doesn't matter if I'm playing against my friend, if I play against you. So no feelings. I know you were saying Come before on. how uh, you wanted them I, to score I wish against. him the best. I love him. And he's all he does, by the way, is yeah. constantly prove how unbelievable he still is mm -hmm. and should be playing at the top class. By the way, for... Mr. Gaetano, Mr. Antonio over here, who was saying that he was done. He's still at PSG, one of the no, best no, teams. No, no, I never said. Yeah, you did. I never you, said yes, it was done. Did. No, no, yes, no. You, yes, you, 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 you guys, you guys oh, want to 
to play no. in Coppa Italia and all this places. No, no, no. We're not done yet. I'm not no, done. Go all back, I'm saying. Go, go back to your podcast. Go back to your podcast. Did you say that or no? I did say. You said he's done with the national team. I said that he should have stayed with Juventus. The Juventus should have kept him. For another year, I did say that. I did say he was declining, but I still said he was class. Okay. I never said he was finished. I always said he was class. Guys, forty years old. Name another player forty years old that still does it. Me. Name another player. <laughs> <laughs> listen, You're not guys, forty years old. Listen, guys, we are about to wrap up over here. Don't forget that the merchandise is still flying off the shelf. Yeah, Black still Friday sale. How much? How much is off? Twenty-five to thirty percent off. And uh, one more thing, I need to say. We are you, and you are us. <laughs> Maybe you. Here. No, no, because. We here right now well, with all one. the work that we need to we need no, to do. Good. Over here we need to. No, no, no. Good, you're good, you're good, you're with good. all the work that we need to do, we here because you asking us to to uh, to be here, and we are very happy to be bringing your voice into this table over here. So with the, this is going to be my last word because my tennis game is about to start. <laughs> so uh, perfect. Besides oh, last thing. Yeah. Totti ignited to the Hall of Fame of Roma. So congratulations, congratulations. to Totti. Congratulations. Finally, Totti. Fabio Grosso's birthday was today. Okay. The man happy birthday. Happy birthday. Oh, you, you didn't give him much stars. over there. Yeah. Yeah. He and gave you the four stars over the four there. Stars. There you go. Wait, Who Cassano welcome. played with... Cassano played had... with Grosso too. Yeah. Oh, Wait, he played with the four stars is what he's asking. <laughs> yeah, he did. He did. Oh, Cassano, he did. Cassano he did? can play with 20 stars. Castano is the star. Very good, guys. If you're watching, subscribe. If you're new, like this video. Rate the podcast five, five stars. stars. Cinque Stelle. And don't forget Cinque about Cinque the sale, guys. Not the party. Cinque Stelle, not the politician. <laughs> not the party. <laughs> not the party. There you go. Okay, thank you, guys. Cinque Stelle, five stars. Ciao, guys. Ciao. Easy, easy.